declutter takes up so much space in our homes, minds, time, and eventually our landfills. We live in a world that has shaped us into consumers on a planet that can't sustain the consumption. I am Steph Maguire, and the Sort It Out Sustainably podcast is here for the nature freaks and freaks of nature who want to rebel from the consumerist culture and create a more intentional life. I'm on a mission to help you be surrounded by the things that you love and to let go of the things that you don't. I'm all about creating simplicity, sustainability and joy in your home so that you can live a life closer to your full potential. Are you moving house? Do you know that you will eventually be moving house and you're just curious to hearing some tips? I'm diving into all things moving from a professional organizer's perspective. Personally, I love moving. I've done it a lot. I actually am really happy where I currently live, so I hope that I don't have to move anytime soon. But when the time comes, as long as I am moving somewhere that I'm looking forward to living, I'm going to enjoy the process of the move. I love setting up a new home and I live a minimalist lifestyle, so everything that I own is the things that I use and love. So I enjoy the process of going through and packing it all up and setting it all up at a new house. When I lived in Byron for six years, I moved 10 times over that period. And if you know anything about the Byron Bay rental market, everything is overpriced and most of it is totally illegal dwellings. So in those 10 homes, there were a few share houses, a lot of studio-like situations attached to other people's homes, and there was even a tiny hemp hut in there as well. This is where I actually started practicing minimalism without even knowing that it was called that. So when I moved these 10 times, I did it all in one day, I was fully set up at the new place that afternoon, and I never even needed any moving boxes. Now I'm settled into a three-bedroom house and yard in Brisbane, and I'm a mother, and am fully settled into this home, and probably have more things than I ever have had. Yet I could probably still move and unpack in a day. We would just need, like, help and a truck or something. Now, most people and families won't have it that easy when moving. Moving for most people is a long and exhausting and confusing process. There's probably not much intentionality in your stuff and your home. It's all just the things that's accumulated over time. The average home actually has 300,000 items in it. So, of course, it's overwhelming when it comes time to pack it all up. Now, let's dive into my advice for when you are moving. To declutter before or after. Some people think it's best to declutter after the move, and I'm not exactly sure why. I've seen people put off decluttering because they want to do it at their new house, which is confusing to me. Why purposefully move a whole bunch of stuff from one house to another to then only get rid of it? I understand that sometimes it happens if it's too late to go through and make all the decisions before moving, but don't double handle it all on purpose. You definitely want to declutter first. As I mentioned, the average home has hundreds of thousands of items in it. 
I think there's another statistic that's like, I think 80% of our items don't get used. So if you're moving, you can take this as an opportunity to declutter and shift out a whole bunch of stuff that's not serving you before you move and get a real nice fresh start in your new home. If you can, start decluttering long before your actual move date. If you have three months or something like that, then great. Take your time and do a really thorough edit of all of your belongings. If your move is fast approaching, don't freak out. You can definitely still do some decluttering. So if you have a move that's several months away, you are in an ideal position. You can make a list of all the rooms or categories in your home and go through one at a time, bringing it to full intentionality, deciding if each item is something that you're intentionally keeping as part of your future, and then organizing everything and giving it home. Now, it might feel pointless organizing your current home when you're moving out soon, And I do not recommend going out and buying a whole bunch of organizing gear suited to your current home. That's not what I'm talking about. But if you can make sure categories are all sorted and organized together, then that's going to help you so much with packing efficiently and unpacking on the other side. So if it's a while away before moving, just focus on decluttering rather than packing. Of course, you can pack up some long-term storage things like out-of-season stuff, holiday items, hand-me-downs and all that, but I would advise you to focus on going through your whole house culling the excess, then fiddling around packing if it's a while away before the move. Your time is best going to be spent getting really intentional with what you own through your whole house. Giving yourself plenty of time to declutter before moving is also helpful if you want to sell things. You could probably easily pay all of your moving expenses with profits from selling the shit that you don't want anymore. Now let's talk about if you are less than a month away from moving. What's your game plan? The approach that I would recommend would depend on certain factors of your circumstances. So the factors that you would need to consider are how much stuff do you have? My own game plan would look totally different to someone with an above average amount of stuff. How much time do you have to pack and unpack around the move? Are you and your partner, if you have one, working full time around the move and have limited hours to work on the move? Or do you have whole days and several of them just to focus on this? How much help do you have with moving? Are you hiring a service to do the actual move for you? Do you have a whole team of friends and family to help move on the day? Are you doing this all alone with several trips back and forth over many days? Are you looking after little kids during the move or can you arrange them to be somewhere else during the action so you can smash it all out? When you get clear on your particular circumstances, then you can look at your timeline of the moving process. This can be broken down into phases. So there's the pre-move phase or the packing up of the old house, the move day or days, and then the unpacking phase. How long these phases will be will depend on the factors that I spoke about. And the factor that is going to be most relevant, I don't think I even mentioned, which is how much stuff do you have? (laughs) Now, you need to get clear on how long you think it will take you to pack up and unpack because that's going to influence how you pack. 
I recommend you take an approach where you basically live like an extreme minimalist during your pre-move and unpacking stage. How you can do this is basically pack like you're going on holidays in your own home. Then you have all of your essential supplies to live out of and you're free to pack everything else up. So say that your pre-move phase and post-move phase is like a week in both houses. I recommend getting some bags and packing for what you need for two weeks from each room. So in your wardrobe, you could grab a suitcase and do the same for your kids' clothes, including school uniforms and anything else that they need. In your bathroom, you can fill a toiletries bag with your daily essentials. In your laundry, you can just identify your essentials. In your office, you can create like a travel work bag. You can have the kids all choose a bag of their favorite things, separate things from the linen cupboard that you'll want immediate access to, and do this in every room, or every room that is an essential room. So you should end up with like a collection of bags that you can live out of while you're packing and while you're unpacking in the new house. Have you ever moved house before and then got into the new place and then have to dig through boxes to find your essential items? Doing this pack for a holiday method is what combats that problem. Not only for when you get to the new house, but it simplifies your last bit of time in your old house because you know that you've separated out your essentials and are free to pack up everything else. If you think it might take you 10 days on either end, pack for that. And if you think it'll only take you two days, pack for that. I'd say do this for every room except the kitchen. The kitchen, I feel like you can leave fully functioning until the day before or a couple of days before the move. If you think it will take you weeks to pack, you can still do this method because what it looks like packing for a one-week holiday is not much less compared to packing for a three-week holiday. You just do washing and rewear the clothes and maybe pack like 20% extra. Included in the holiday packing, that's what I'm calling it because I don't know what else to call it, so let's roll with that, is a set of bedding and a clean towel for each person to use on the first day in the new home. It's unlikely that you'll want to pack up the bedding and towels from the old place and move it and use it. What beats that fresh sheet feeling better than a fresh sheet in a new house feeling? You'll also want to create a moving kit. So all of those little items that you use during packing and unpacking, tape, measuring tape, scissors, pens, all of that stuff. Making a little tote bag or something that you can have with you will save you so much time looking for those things during your move or worse, having them packed away in boxes. So once you do that, you can systematically go through your house and pack everything up in an organized manner. I want to touch on sustainability for a second. Moving can be associated with a lot of waste, mostly because of single-use packing supplies. So first, you can look at what you already have that you can use to contain your items. Suitcases, bags, boxes that you already own can be really useful. But you'll probably need some more boxes and stuff, so then look at secondhand options first. People move all the time and don't really have a need for all those boxes once they've unpacked, so you can usually find really low-cost or even free moving boxes on Facebook Marketplace or Gumtree. You can also reach out to local shops, go to a big recycling dumpster behind a local store, 
or ask on a local Facebook page where to find cardboard boxes. Boxes of all sizes can come in handy when moving. And there's not a lot of difference between big boxes that retail stores receive their stock in and a moving box you pay $4 for. If you can, avoid bubble wrap and other plastic moving stuff. You might be able to find pre-used bubble wrap that someone else has used and is getting rid of. There's no reason for that stuff to only be used once. And if you can, try and find a more eco-friendly packing tape too. You can also repurpose things that you own to substitute for things like bubble wrap. For example, you could use items from your linen cupboard as cushioning inside boxes to protect items from damage, like towels and stuff in between breakable items in the kitchen. You could do stuff like lay a hand towel in between plates and stuff like that. Your sustainability goal when moving should be to, after you unpack, be left with minimal rubbish and hopefully everything that you did use could be given away to other people moving or be recycled. Now, how to pack. Assuming that you've separated everything that you need to live from during the moving process, you are free to pack up your entire home. It doesn't really matter where you start, so just pick somewhere and pack up all the loose items from that room or area. What does matter is how organized you pack it. If you haven't decluttered prior to packing, what you're going to want to do is make an outgoings section somewhere in your home that you can put all of the things that you're getting rid of. If you're decluttering as you're packing, you probably don't have time to sell stuff, so everything that you're getting rid of will be donated. Or if it's not good enough to be donated, you can separate out the items to go to different recycling programs or unfortunately, some of it will be junk and will just have to go to landfill. So you'll need to get some bags ready for your donations and trash. And maybe some smaller bags labelled with different recycling programs. For example, there's a bunch of things that can be recycled at Officeworks, like e-waste, old pens and stuff, and there's a company that picks up textile waste for fabric items that aren't good enough to donate. That company's called Apparel, if you want to look into it. And it's a good idea to have different coloured bags for donation and trash. So once you have your system ready for separating out the things that you're not moving with you to your new house, you can pack your things into boxes or whatever you're packing them into. So as you go through each room, you're aiming for each box to be organized with the things that you're intentionally keeping as part of your future in the new house. You've got to pack each item anyway, so it's a perfect time to reflect on whether you truly want to keep each item. Also, think about the layout of the new house while you pack. Things like if you have two bathrooms at the new place and you currently have one, maybe pack boxes labelled main bathroom and ensuite and separate items now rather than on the other side. Within the boxes, you want to keep things as organised as you can. So even using like plastic shopping bags can help with this. Using the bathroom as an example again, Rather than packing everything from the vanity into one box, you can pack each category into plastic shopping bags and then put it in the box. And then on the other side, you've got your organization all there and you can unpack it all organized. Apply that same logic with any category, whether it's kitchen utensils or kids' toys. And remember, label, label, label. 
And don't just label boxes with what room it is. I see this mistake used so much in my work. Label with what's in the box with as much detail as is reasonable. So many people move with like six boxes labeled master bedroom. But then when you get to the new house and you're in the master bedroom, you don't actually know what's in each box. So you're unpacking six mystery boxes and it makes the whole process messier and more complicated than it needs to be. If there's a simple list of what's in the box, then you'll be able to help make the unpack feel more organized. And again, label the boxes with what room they're going in in the new house, because in some cases that might be different to the current house. If you can, write on the tape, not the box. This makes the boxes easier to be reused by someone else after you're done with them because then you can just rip off the tape and it's like it's an unused box without all of your words written all over it. So each box should have in big writing what room it is to go into so at the new house the boxes can all be placed into the correct room and then you should have a contents list on there too which doesn't need to be in big writing. For example, Susie's room, books, art supplies, and electronics. So in the packing phase, you'll be doing this for every room of the house, probably leaving the kitchen until last. If you don't want to be living off takeaway for the couple of days around the move, it's a good idea to do some sort of quick and easy meal prep with two days of grab and eat food in the fridge, which can be transferred to an esky on move day. Now let's talk moving day. Hopefully by now you have all of your stuff packed up and is clearly labelled. Your furniture clear and are ready to move. And your holiday bags are what you're living out of until you unpack. You'll also have the bedding that you are sleeping on and towels that you are using as well. You can take all that dirty washing and transfer it to the new house in baskets or laundry hampers. Ready to be washed as soon as the washing machine is set up. So I recommend packing your car with all of the holiday bags that you're living out of and the baskets of washing, eskies of food and all of that. So it's all super accessible on the other side. You'll probably be having a moving truck or trailer or something to take everything else and hopefully help either professional or friends and family. And don't be scared to ask lots of people for help. Having an assembly line of like 10 plus people help you for an hour each side is better than having one or two people having to help all day physically exhausting themselves. It's awesome to have a big crew knock it over quickly, feeling like a party. If you need to do multiple trips, I recommend sending the furniture first and then all of the boxes. So on the other side, make sure that when things get unloaded, they go into the right room. And if you've labeled everything clearly, then this should be really easy for whoever is helping you move. So then you should have all of the furniture in place and maybe some assembly of beds and stuff. Try and get all of that done on the actual move day. And then there's no rush to unpack all of the boxes because you have all of your essentials already separated to live out of while you unpack. I'd recommend unpacking the kitchen first and getting that fully unpacked, organized and functional, and then you can move on to all of the other rooms. Unpacking is another great opportunity to declutter further. 
especially if you're in a rush to pack and didn't have the chance to spend time getting really intentional with what you're keeping. So before you unpack at the new place, designate a section, maybe in the garage, near the front door, directly in your car even, for things to go that you're letting go of. And as you unpack each box, you can separate things that you know are no longer serving you. As you unpack each box, make sure everything has a home. It doesn't have to be a perfectly organized home, but giving all items a spot to belong is truly key in fully settling into the new place. Things can change and you'll get to know your home better and experience what works and what doesn't work with organization. But make sure everything has a home for now. And once you unpack every box, you have fully moved into your new home. Congratulations. I'm probably saying that preemptively because I assume you're not doing your whole move as you're listening to this podcast. I hope you found all of these little tips helpful and you feel less confused about how you should tackle your upcoming move if that's you. Feel free to send this episode to anyone you know that's moving soon. And if you're a while away from moving, maybe save this episode to a playlist on the app that you listen to podcasts on. I assume Apple has a function like that. I can do that on Spotify. And then re-listen closer to your move. A lot of these tips can save you a lot of hassle, so having to re-listen to this podcast closer to your move will definitely be very helpful and time-saving and stress-saving for you. Maybe even take some notes on the next time you listen to it. If you have any questions that you'd love to be answered related to your unique circumstances, my Instagram inbox is always open. And if you want extra help related to decluttering, this podcast has many episodes that can help you out there too. And if you happen to live in the Brisbane area and want the help of a professional organizer during your move, definitely hit me up and I'll let you know if I have any availability to help you in person. That brings me to the end of this episode. So if you are subscribed on whatever app that you listen to podcasts on, then I will talk to you again next week for some more organizing, decluttering, sustainability, content of all sorts. So I'll talk to you then. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the entirety of this podcast episode. I love helping you create a life of more joy, more time, more sustainability, more simplicity and intentionality by inspiring you to live with less mindless consumption and less waste. I'm here to help and if you click subscribe to this podcast, you should see a new episode about every week. I have a bunch of previous episodes that might help you and a bunch more cooking. Be sure to be following me on Instagram where I like to have fun with Instagram reels and I pop into stories to chat sometimes too. I also have some free tools you can check out like my PDF for 10 questions to ask yourself when decluttering to help you make decisions where you're getting stuck and a quiz that you can take to tell you what type of minimalist you are so that you can get some personalized tips to help you along your journey. I have an $11 minimalism mini course with a big sustainability focus. It can be done in just a few hours over a weekend. That's why I called it the Radical Shift Weekend. 
And if you're interested in completely revolutionizing your relationship with stuff by decluttering your entire home, I have a course for that too. It's called Cut Clutter and Cultivate Joy. The waitlist for my whole house decluttering course is in the show notes of this episode, along with everything else I mentioned. I wish you the best day or night wherever you are. My name is Steph, and if you're subscribed to the Sorted Out Sustainably podcast, I'll chat to you next week.